Hey y'all, it's time for some damn good content. I'm Shelby Claymall, your host and business bestie. I'm a content creator, social media manager, and coach, keynote speaker, wife, and a mama of two who ditched her nine to five to build a thriving multi six-figure business solely using social media. Just like you, I'm a working mom and a wife with limited time. So I'm committed to cutting the fluff and delivering tips and fresh ideas straight to your earbuds on how you too can harness damn good content and create that type of business that you love and are proud of. Each week, we'll deep dive into strategy and mindset of building your brand on social media so that your confidence and success in the online space can skyrocket. Get ready to step outside of your comfort zone and start creating some damn good content. Are you ready? Let's freaking get it. What up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Damn Good Content Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Claymont, and today is a solo episode with yours truly, obviously, about social media and the importance of it for a small business owner and a personal brand. I get very, very emotional about this because I am a huge advocate of this. I've built my business on this. I've helped a lot of other businesses build their business on this. And when I talk social media right now, I'm talking organic for free, unless you hire a social media manager, obviously not that, but we're not talking about paid ads. We're not talking about all that. So let's get down to it. Social media y'all is one of the easiest ways to market your business and yourself. The main component with this is it's free. And I mean, a lot of times when I talk to people, when I ask them, what does social media make them feel like? It's either the perception of it is not good. Obviously you're thinking of like young people dancing and blah, 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 but it really is getting better over time or two. It just makes you cringe because you're like, I have so much other crap I need to be doing Shelby, but I know I need to be on social media because it's important, but I don't know what to post. I don't know how to post, but hang tight because This episode is for you. We're going to break it down. I'm going to give you ideas. I'm going to give you all those things. So why should you be on freaking social media? Y'all, this is still mind blowing to me that some businesses find that they don't need to be on social media. And a lot of times it's, I'm a referral based business or I don't get my business from social media. I don't necessarily need that. Um, And my business has been doing fine for the last X amount of years without social media. But If you want your business to continue to do well for X amount of years, you need to get on social media. You need to make sure your brand is known for your consumer. You need to make sure that you are the first person and the last person that they use for that product or service or personal brand or follower or whatever the case may be that is your goal for your business. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So key components of getting on social media is brand awareness. Community. When you build that freaking community, they are going to stand by you like rock stars um, that you could have ever imagined. And the fact that they're going to support you no matter what you put out into the world. So first two, brand awareness, community. Then they're going to be the top of mind. You want to be the top of mind for your consumer. Every single time that they are making a decision or they have to use that service or product that you have to offer, you are who they want to talk to every single time. You're going to build that authority and the credibility that they need and want in the industry. If you're like me, I'm just going to go ahead and say it because I'm sure no other business like mine is listening to this, but you want to be the authoritative figure of your industry, meaning 
if you're like me, there's other people in the world doing what I do right now that are giving false narratives of what a social media manager does. So you definitely want to build that authority and credibility and give that to your consumer so they know that they have their blinders on. They don't look at anyone else but your business. And then you also, it provides information that educates your consumer. It provides why it works, how it works, how does it benefit them, who is behind that brand, all those fun jazz. And a lot of times people come to me and they work with me and they're like, I just want to stand out on social media. And then they hear the next thing that I have to say. And typically sometimes I don't like it, but like if you've been following me for a while, you're going to know exactly what I'm going to say because I'm doing it right now. I do it all over my social media and I am very big advocate for it. If you want to set yourself apart from your competitor, there's one thing that you can do. One, if I was in a room full of people right now, I would ask you, what do you think that one thing is? But I'm just going to tell you anyway, and it is called video. Video allows your community, consumer, mama, daddy, friend, cousin, your haters, literally everyone to see your face, hear your voice, see your mannerisms, get a sense of what it's like to work with you, what it's like to be your friend, what it is like to know you. Because there's so many times I have conversations with people that they're like, oh my God, I feel like I know you. And I'm like, well, duh, share my life on social media. But that's the joy of social media is they get to know you on a whole freaking new level than they would have if you just hid behind a graphic. So now it is time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I'm going to say that one more time. I need you to get your notebooks out and your pens out. And if you're driving, don't do either. Just listen, record, remind, and ingrain it into your brain and say, it is time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because if I stopped when I got uncomfortable, I would not be here today and I would not be talking to y'all on a solo podcast that makes me sweat on my armpits and I'm literally about to cringe because I'm like, is, is this even making sense? You have to push yourself outside of your comfort zone even when you're in business. You don't agree with social media? I don't care. Put the work in and do it anyway. You don't agree with getting on video? I don't care. Do it tasteful. You are the person that gets to decide what you do for your business. And if you want to stand out, if you want to be on the edge of the market and or just do what your competitors are doing, you need to now start utilizing social media because I can promise you that they are doing it. And as we go into 2023, a lot of people ask me this, is it time to start building a personal brand? And I say, yes, always forever. We'll say yes. People want to know you, who started this business, who is behind this business. What are your values? What are your missions? What is, how do you train your employees? How are they? Why do they think the way that they do? What makes you different? What all of that encompasses a personal freaking brand. That means showcasing day in the life. That means giving insights to who you are, what music you like, if you like coffee, tea, or water more. If you're caffeinated all the time. Um, I'm thinking of things like like I love is that has bonded my community. I work out all the time. I'm super over-caffeinated all the time. My energy level is way beyond anyone else's. But they cling to it, and that's what they love. And a lot of times, that's what people are standing out and and seeing what your, as my friend Jarrah calls it, the secret sauce of what makes you different. Um, and the other day I was literally in the kitchen. I was, we have this huge garden. We live on five acres, side note real quick. And so my husband uh, planted this garden and it's beautiful and amazing. And I, we have all these vegetables and I like literally don't know what to do with any of them. And um, so I was like, let me be domestic. First off, I should have never... <laughs> 
thought I could be domestic. I'm really good at cooking healthy meals. I'm not like your home cooking, homemade, grown, whatever. So I'm, I'm slicing. Um, it was definitely a mistake on my part because he did tell me, he said, Shelby, make sure that you use, we have a mandolin. If you don't know what that is, it's like a chopper. It makes it easy for you, whatever. And there's like this like grabber thing that holds onto the vegetables that pierces it. That is protection. Well, the vegetable looked long enough. So I didn't use that. And I sliced my finger. The point of the story is when I shared that on social media, the response I got back from everyone was insane. Like, did you hurt your nail? Um, oh my God, don't ever cut a vegetable again. Are you domestic? They sent me videos that reminded them of someone else. Like it's just, that is what's going to help you build that community and that trust over time. And that is truly what's going to make you different from your competitor or different from the next person that's going to try to be just like you offer the same services as you. I mean, there's a shit ton of social media managers right now. There's a lot of marketing agency. There's a lot of all of what I do. The only thing that truly makes us different because we all do the exact same thing pretty much is me, how I built my team, what I believe in, how we do our processes, how we make our clients feel, the customer journey, the results that we provide, all of those things. And if I wasn't willing to put my face in front of the camera, they would not know who I am. If I wasn't willing to push myself outside of my comfort zone, start a podcast, literally do goofy ass reels all the time, they wouldn't know who I am as well. So the question to you from this podcast the entire time is, are you willing to get vulnerable and personable? And I always get this question too, is how personal do I have to get? Because like, obviously the safety of your children and your mom and blah, blah, blah. And I get that personally, it scares the crap out of me. And I said this before on a podcast and it boils down to the fact that you choose what you show the world. You get to show the world the preview of you. So you can get personal with them and you can get personal with your community without showcasing your children, without showcasing where you freaking live, without showcasing where they go to school, what you certainly do, all those things. It can get scary. And I understand some people are like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, you don't have to do, I'm not telling you to share every single thing that you've ever done in a day with them or where, or that specific address or location or your kids. You get to choose what you show the world. And by getting a little bit vulnerable and getting a little bit more personable with them, um, all I simply mean is letting them get to know you as a human and what you're willing to showcase them. That is it. That That's all. Typical concerns when it comes to social media marketing um, is that what people say to me, and they're really just excuses, and I'm going to go down the list and I'm going to read it because like these are too good. You will annoy people. It takes too much time. No one is engaging or responding and you don't know where to start or what to post. Well, let's break down number one. You will annoy people. My favorite part of answering this question or if someone says this to me is, guess what? There's a really big button at the top of every social media account and it's called unfollow. So if they are annoyed by what you have to say and what you're doing for the world or what you're providing, they can literally hit unfollow. They can block you. They can stop watching. Those people are not your audience. Those people are never going to buy from you. Those people are never going to cheer you on. They're they toxic and they do not need to have any sort of energy that you have to give to the world. They need none of it. So number one, that's an excuse. Let's mark that off. It takes so much time. It does. It does take time. That's why you should hire a social media manager if you have to, time to outsource it or if you have the budget to hire in-house. It is a job in itself. 
to understand how these social media platforms are working, how they're evolving, what works and what doesn't work, how to read your analytics, how to create content that's going to be engaging for your client and consumer to build that trust that they may not be your client yet. They may not be your consumer yet, but the key word there is yet. Provide the content that's going to build that trust that they feel like they know you, that they will use you. No one is engaging and responding. That just means uh, maybe your content sucks. And I'm sorry to say that. And that's kind of harsh, but you need a strategy with social media. It's not like it's some people think of social media as like taking a noodle and throwing it against the wall and hoping and praying it sticks. You know, that's just not like, that's just not, that's, that's just a big fat. No, we don't do that. You have to have a strategy. You have to understand who you're talking to, what they like, what they dislike, what value are they, you bringing to them, understand your audience, ask them questions, get into their DMS, ask the consumers that utilize you right now as to what they're using or why they're using you do your research because a strategy quote unquote, that's throwing noodles at a wall and hoping it sticks is not going to get you far. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to hate it. And you're going to be like, I'm not doing this crap. And then you don't know where to start or what to post. Let me be honest with you. Social media is a lot of trial and error. And you don't know what you don't know until you don't know it. And you don't know what you know until you know it. And that made no sense, I don't think. So if you listen to that, just giggle a little bit and let's just move on because I'm not going to edit that out. Is until you put in the work to understand your audience and your community on that specific platform that you are speaking to, because sometimes they are different. You will not know what will work. You will not know what to post. So if I had to get uh, later in this, this podcast, I'll talk about some, some categories that you could look into to maybe do your social media with or some content buckets that you could do. But in all reality, I can give you that all day long. If you don't understand your consumer and you don't understand your audience, that's going to be noodles to a wall. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Uh, one key component that you really do need to understand too, as you are setting up for your social media success, if you're not hiring an expert to help you through this is a key component is people buy from people. And we're going to break down what I mean, um, here. And it's typically like, they want to hear from you. They want to know about the people that's behind the brand, behind the business that's running that show. They want to hear why you are different and they want to hear from you. So if you're an owner that's like, I'm not putting my face in front of the camera. Okay, find someone that can be representation of your brand. That's going to represent your mission and your values good enough that you would do that would develop that relationship with that consumer for them to actually utilize you for your service or product. That's your that's literally your only option here. Social media has the potential to be very power, powerful for your business. If you, and I'm going to list these out. So again, if you're watching this, Take notes. If you're driving, do not. Define your goals. Understand your audience. Research what industry, what your industry is doing. Create valuable content that will convert. Be consistent and adjust as needed. And most important, importantly, this is my favorite one because a lot of people are like, I've been posting every day for like a month or I've been posting twice a week for a month and nothing's happening. Well, it doesn't happen that fast. This is organic social media. Organic social media takes time. I sign clients as a minimum of six months. Minimum. And what does that mean? It takes a minimum of six months to see return, if not longer. I like to say longer, but just give me six months to dabble and play in your in your social media, and then you're going to end up signing on 
um, longer. Yes, I'm very confident. That was not cocky. My team is very good at we, what we do, and uh, we help you increase your brand awareness. And it's just the power of social media is beautiful. It's glorious. Love it. So we're going to hit this. There's the good news from this podcast, and there's the bad news from this podcast. I'm going to hit you with the good news because, you know, I'm nice like that. After this podcast, you're going to be like, hell yeah, I'm motivated. Shelby just motivated me to go create content. I'm going to have content buckets. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to understand my audience. I'm going to go post every day. And then you're going to go and you're going to be like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to. And as you're listening to this, I know that either some of you are agreeing with me or some of you are not. I don't know. But 1000%, that momentum that you feel in this moment, go take action. And then the bad news is some of you are going to feel motivated and still do nothing. Or you're, you're, you're just listening to this podcast to like burn time. Cause you, you knew you weren't going to do anything either. And you know what? That's harsh, but it's the truth. And I spit the truth. So which one are you? Are you going to actually go out into the world and promote your business and be at the top of the mind of your consumer, build brand awareness and build that trust, know, like, and trust factor with your consumer for them to choose you over your competitor? I'm down. I'm going to cheer for you. Send me a DM. Tag me in your post because I will share it. I will blast it. I will talk about it. I will say I am so freaking proud. But if you come in my DMs with excuses, I don't want to hear that either. Cool? Cool. All right. So five tips on how to use video for your content. Use your voice. Your voice. Build authoritative figure. Credibility. Get on there. Set your phone up, film you in the moment of you talking to a client, a consumer, and that is when you're in your element. And that is when you should post what you're saying. Because if you were to set your camera up and you were supposed to record something and you're looking at your face and you're like, oh my God, what am I supposed to say? You're going to go blank. You're going to forget what you said or or you even prepared and you're going to freak out and you're not going to do it. Okay. I want you to also think about it like this. There's a lot of questions that I get between trends and original content. And trends are good if you have B-roll and you have value to still provide within the actual context that you're providing to your consumer. So if you use B-roll video and you and you pair it with a trending audio and you put context on the screen of telling them something about you, your business, the product or service that you have to offer, the benefits that they're going to get utilizing you, then I'm solid. If you are doing these trends of you dancing and you don't have any any business dancing because you that is not your personality, you're going to make people cringe. So don't do it. And, and by cringe, I mean, if it's your personality, y'all, and it works for you, but you still feel cringy, do it anyway, because you have to be cringe before you get good. And you have to be cringe to get to where you want to go because we're all uncomfortable doing this. And until you push yourself outside of your comfort zone and get uncomfortable, you won't know what you can do until you try. If I looked back at my first video, I actually did. I sent out an email a couple months ago and it was, <laughs> it was laughable. I was in one of my clients um, storage or like their back office and I was like pointing at the screen and it was just too much. Um, okay. And if you are looking for, um, a social media planning example, I'm going to hit you with one. Um, I would suggest 
posting four to seven times a week. And within that content, you need client testimonials because those are the people that speak highly of you. They've worked with you. They know how it is to work with you. Um, Those people are amazing advocates for you. Educational and valuable information is another one. Just educate your clients, whether that's with B-roll and you overlay text, whether that's you in front of the camera, whether that is you speaking at an event or speaking to your employees or holding a Zoom call, whatever the case may be. A behind the scenes is showcasing maybe packaging orders that you've gotten. Maybe it's a day in the life. Maybe it is a team meeting that you're doing. Um, Anything that's behind the scenes that gives them a little bit extra into what it's like to work with you and be within your business. Um, And then we've talked about this before. B-roll is just infinite. Like true B-roll is of you and your business or your life that's going to allow that person to get to know you better and learn what it's like to work with you. Another way you could do is you could collaborate with other people within your community. That's going to help you get known. You could utilize features on these platforms that you want to use. So any type of collabs that you're doing, you can invite them as a collaborator. You can go live with them. Um, You can do a giveaway. All those things work. And then also too, when you are planning your content and you are pushing content out, remember that it's 2023 and, and authenticity is leading factor here. And making someone feel like you're relatable and a part of their journey is um, also important here. So remember to use storytelling. And then also, this is a really big guy. Okay, so I have two more. This one's a really big guy. Is like if you create content and it's uh, a static post or a carousel or a video, repurpose it into the other forms. So for example, if I made a video about me doing this podcast about creating content and I verbally told you here are five Uh, examples of things that you could do with content, then I'm going to turn that into a carousel post. And then I'm going to turn it into just a static post. And then you can reformat your content. And there you go. That's three forms of content out of that one piece of content. And then the last one that I'm going to tell you is when you're planning your social media, you need to get on stories daily. Or you need to get on stories and talk. And it's there's no boundaries. Stories are really just to have a conversation, to let people in, to let them get to know you. If you've noticed recently, I have um, posted my to-do list every day, or I'm tried to. And obviously, I share my workouts with my accountability group. Um, that's one, just accountability for me. And then two, letting you a little bit in on what I do um, as a business owner and through social media. Those are easy tips that helps the algorithm um, notice that you're doing, you're putting in the work that you need in order to be seen. And then also using engagement stickers on those stories. Um, Facts about social media as we wrap up this episode is with the right strategy and the right platform, social media can work wonders for any and all industries. I came from the oil and gas industry. I'm telling you, y'all, social media can work for any industry as long as you have a strategy and you know your consumer. Also realize that success does not happen overnight. It's patience, patience, and consistency. It happens when it's supposed to happen, if you are consistent and you're consistently putting out the value to your community for them to learn more. And then last but not least, please remember this, people buy from people. They buy because of experience and how you make them feel. So make sure that you are keeping that in the forefront of your brain when you are actually developing your social media strategy. I am so glad that y'all tuned into this solo episode. I hope that you got so much goodness out of it. Um, Once again, solo episodes definitely make me cringe and make me want to vomit, but I did this for you and I'm talking to my element, which is social media. So 
If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, review, um, and let me know if there's any other topics that you would like me to elaborate on and go more in depth on. And until next time, let's freaking get it. (laughs) 